today on CityCast Denver. It's no secret, Denver sucks at recycling. But maybe it's not our fault? Like, if you live in an apartment building or you own a business, there might not be a recycling bin, so throwing everything in the trash is our only option. My guest today wants to change everything about the way we deal with our trash, not just making it easier to be kinder to the planet, but help us fundamentally change the way we think about what we use and how we dispose of it. People think about big things that corporations are doing for pollution, and that is waste too. But there are also things we can do as individuals. Ian Thomas DeFoya is behind Waste No More, a ballot initiative we'll be voting on in November that Ian says could clean up our embarrassing trash sitch. Today is Thursday, September 8th, 2022. I'm Bree Davies, and this is CityCast Denver. Ian Thomas Tafoya, welcome back to CityCast Denver. Hi, Bree. Great to talk to you again. So, Ian, we're talking about one of your favorite things in the world, trash. Mm-hmm. And... I want to know, what do you think our biggest problem in Denver is with trash right now? Oh, I mean, that's a tough one. I think, you know, collectively, I think we need to progress as a city of providing waste receptacles, waste management in all sorts of places. I've been on CityCast here before talking about my work with Headwaters Protectors and the lack of services. And I, you know, I got involved in fighting for recycling trash compost more than a decade ago you know, fighting for the purple dumpsters in the parks. You know, we need infrastructure and we need education for our communities and we need to be doing it everywhere. So I I really want to drill down, like, what is our our problem with trash? Is it we don't know how to sort it? Is it we don't have avenues to recycle it properly? Like, I'm a person in Denver who cares about our trash issue, but I don't know what I can do beyond trying to be better at recycling and better at composting and throwing less things in the trash. What can I do? You know, you can't even take the first step of recycling or composting if it's not being provided to you. And as our city is building up, right, we're seeing so many new apartment buildings, there's an equity in the ability for people to access it. It's also, you know, of course, asking for it at businesses and trying to patron businesses that are taking on that responsibility. But really the biggest thing you can do at this moment to take on a great amount of waste in Colorado, I mean, Denver, Colorado, excuse me, is to vote yes for our initiative that we we have on the ballot here. And we'll get to the initiative in a minute in terms of like what it actually does. But I want to lay out more of the problem because I, I've, I had this conversation with Councilman Clark, obviously, when he um, introduced the new way that we are going to do trash in 2023 as a city, which is we're going to pay for trash, but recycling and compost will be free. But what I learned in this conversation with him was that I have that option as a homeowner, but someone who lives in a five-story or 10-story or 20-story apartment building doesn't have that option. So where are we right now when it comes to... I? I know our recycling rates are abysmal and, and that's in part because people don't have the opportunity. Is that why we're there? Yeah. I mean, I definitely think it's an important part of the puzzle that these businesses and, and to be fair, you know, renting an apartment building, that's a business, right? And so you're Hmm. seeing businesses who are not providing those resources. And, and it's not that the demand isn't there. And I can tell you the demand is there because 
again, going back to petitioning all the way back to the green roof initiative that I worked on, people were like, yeah, it's great. I would love to see solar panels on my big apartment building, but why don't I even have recycling or composting available to me? So you, you've been talking about this initiative that you're behind, the Waste No More initiative. Can you just give a really basic explanation of what this initiative is if I'm a voter and I say I voted yes on 305? What am I voting for? Well, Waste No More Measure 305 is a grassroots ballot initiative that's created to encourage Denverites to recycle more and throw away less. And what it would do is it would require all businesses, apartment buildings, condos, restaurants, hospitals, hotels, sporting events, and even permitted events like the Taste of Colorado, for example, to provide composting and recycling pickup services along with their trash services. The big piece of it, too, is construction and demolition waste that is sustainably managed. I have worked in a restaurant like anybody else and seen how much waste is thrown away. I worked at a hotel and I've seen how much waste there is. I was an electrical apprentice for a couple summers when I was in college. And I can tell you the amount that is not salvaged that could be as our city is transforming. This is all part of sustainable development and growth of our community. So with the Waste No More initiative, you're looking at slow, I I would guess it would be a slow implementation of recycling and composting services for businesses. Is this going to cost me anything? Well, you personally don't know, because I think you live in a house where you're going to get it already. Um, Yeah. But you go to large events, you go to restaurants, and, you know, there perhaps may be a cost in the beginning for transitioning to different waste services. But really want to encourage people to say, like, look, they're not creating more waste. It's the waste that they're already creating, right? And so there's going to be an ability for them to say, the money I was spending on sending it to the dump, I can actually spend sending it to the recycling. I can send it to composting. Oh, composting is even cheaper. Well, then I'm going to move to products that aren't going to necessarily even be recycling. I'm just going to move to all compostable products. And so, yeah, it's going to phase in. And it starts with the largest apartment buildings, the largest food uh, producers, the largest businesses by square footage. And it phases in over many years. So like you're saying, maybe me the owner of a small pizza restaurant who's already struggling with supply costs and employee costs and employee retention. It seems like daunting to think, oh gosh, now I have to start figuring out how to pay for recycle and compost. But this can be years in the making as we watch bigger corporations and bigger companies make that change first and sort of lead into how it will impact smaller operations. You know, I think it'll it'll happen faster than we think. I think the costs will not be as exorbitant as people think. What we're hoping is that people start to think differently about what they're producing. And in the end, maybe they actually spend less because they've adjusted their business practices to be more sustainable for the community. And when you think about events, and you know, I work in large events too, Brie, and we, how many events do you go to and they're selling cans, but they don't have recycling there. I mean, it's like, There are millions of people who are visiting Denver every year, but it becomes Denver's trash problem. And so by getting these businesses to plan better, to have a plan, to follow our plans, we're going to get to a place where everybody can rest assured that they're, they're feeling better about having their beer or their mojito at some festival too. Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. 
and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. So you mentioned these aspects and instances in your life where you saw waste. Um, what started your interest in dealing with trash? Why do you care so much about trash? Well, well, first of all, and I think we've talked about this before, my birthday's Earth Day. And so right. I've always been involved in kind of initiatives. And, you know, my day job now, I do environmental justice work. And there is a difference between environmental justice work and taking on polluters and just kind of environmental work like bike lanes, food justice and food access and waste management. And, you know, growing up in Denver, I'm not going to say there was never any litter, but watching it grow is why I've taken on so many initiatives. And what I say is let's put the infrastructure in place and educate people so that they can make the right choice. And then we also probably have to hire some people to go out and keep it clean. But seriously, Ian, like I don't know anyone else who has spent more time working with and thinking about trash than you. How did you get so deep into our trash problem? You know, when I was a student on a rare campus at Metro State, I was part of a team called the Raria Compost, and we were we saw that there was a group of students, maybe ten years before us, that fought for recycling on campus, and we saw that three stream waste management is the right answer, and so we moved to composting and we passed it. And I I've stood next to more trash cans, and I like to admit watching people tell me to f off uh, because they're late for finals when I'm telling them they can't throw their subway wrapper into the recycling, and I've dug through a lot of it, you know. And it is people like me that are dedicated to it. I'm, I guess I'm, I, my sense of smell uh, isn't as <laughs> off put by doing trash work, but I, I don't know. I, it just, when you start with trash and you start with keeping your community clean, it's a good place to start, to build mm. pride into your community and to tackle the bigger issues, right? I mean, it's been so many years, like I said, decades that we haven't made progress on this. It's like, let's get this done. Let's start moving on to the bigger pieces, right? How are we going to get fair electrification for people? How are we going to take on the heat island effect that's resulting from the climate action and its inequities that are impacting communities across Denver and communities across the country? And so for me, I guess Earth Day, I guess, would be the real reason because Reduce, Reuse, Recycle was a massive campaign in the 1990s. And yes. that's when I was growing up. Same. Same. I feel like we grew up with this constant conversation about don't litter, right? You know, no littering. But then it comes to this reality where sometimes it's like feels impossible. Like you're saying somebody doesn't want to throw their, you don't want someone to throw their subway wrapper in the recycle. So I think, I, I think you're getting at what is something that we feel as humans here. We want to do better, but we need the education on how to do it better. And we need the opportunities, how to do it better. And that would be what Waste No More does is start this sort of um, process to changing the way that we deal with trash on a societal level. So, Ian, you're running for mayor. Yeah. And I, I know I know you and I know the issues you work on and we've talked to you a couple times, but I'm thinking about someone who's tuning into this for the first time. Um, why should they... Why should they vote for you as mayor? Uh, well, 
I think the thing that I'd like people to see, well, first of all, go visit my website, right? ChafoyaforDenver.com. You can see our issues, regional cooperation, environment, housing, public health and safety. I hope that people recognize that I have a track record of doing the work and bringing people together. That is what I would like to see in a leader. I have a strong track record of our work making real lasting impact. And you can see that by the awards for the work we've done, Regional Air Quality Council, the um, Regional Council of Governments, Recycle Colorado. All of those awards that I received and, and the work is because I'm a hard worker. And mm -hmm. I want people to feel like they're hiring somebody who's going to be willing to go down into the trenches, who's going to work with people like I have worked for three branches of local government. I've worked at all levels of government. And I think that the pathway to all of our change that our communities are asking for is together. And that means sometimes bringing people to the table that were adversaries to begin with, and we come to better solutions. And so I would just encourage people to check out my website, to come to our coffees or our happy hours, because the only way that you're truly going to be sold on me, I think, is if you come out and do the work with us. Ian Thomas DeFoya, thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And here's what else Denverites are talking about. It's the end of an era. Rocky's Autos has officially closed their doors. After 40 years, the used car dealership on 63rd and Feds is no longer offering the best deals on sweet rides. But honestly, I'm more sad that we'll never see the Shagman, Audra, and Officer Odell's zany adventures play out in Rocky's Auto's hilarious commercials ever again. Shaggy, what's going on here? <laughs> oh, nothing. Nothing. What's the officer problem? <laughs> Shaggy, please step out of the car. <laughs> Is this any way to represent Rockies? You guys are smoking pot. It's legal now. See? That explains why no work gets done. But not to worry, for my fellow old Denver heads, I've included a link in the show notes to a giant playlist of Rocky's TV spots. Long live the Shag Man. Oh, and I'm still looking for recommendations for your fave new Denver spots. I want to expand my mile-high knowledge to include your favorite restaurants, bars, shops, and experiences that have opened in the last five to ten years. Especially if you have recs for the area people call Rhino. Because seriously, I want to know what makes Rhino so dang special. Email me at denver at citycast.fm or leave me a voicemail with your name and neighborhood at 720-500-5418 and introduce me to New Denver. That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell the shag man about us? Rate the show wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. See ya! Long live the shag man. <laughs> he doesn't have like a tagline. I wish he did, but. Wow, man. It's smoking deals only at Rocky's Autos, dude. 60 for the federal.